0: you with us today for the Fullerton Financial Hour, where your retirement dreams begin with Stephanie Fullerton. Stephanie is the president and founder of Fullerton Financial Planning. You can find out more on their website, fullertonfp.com, fullertonfp.com. Questions, concerns, 800-947-9522. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Stephanie's the only one that's never made a mistake. But the rest of you, there's no judgment. There's no judgment. Right? Right. 800-947-9522. I'm Mark Elliott. You know, there's no question. We've said this before. You've said this before. We've all heard this. You don't know what you don't know. And the problem is most of us don't know enough about Social Security. A third of pre-retirees failed a basic Social Security quiz. And almost 20% got a D on the quiz, and that was Americans aged 55 to 65 who you would think would start doing a little research on this. So let's start with this, because we know that, I don't know, what was it, three or four years ago when the Social Security Administration said, look, by 2034, 2035, we're probably only going to have 77 cents on the dollar to give you. Well, then the pandemic hit, and now they've even moved up to 2031, 2032, that scenario may play out. I don't know if that's really the case, so that's where I'm going to start with. How important today is Social Security to our overall retirement?
1: First of all, Mark, I want, I need you to say that again, because that number is staggering. They are projecting in 10 years that we could see changes in our Social Security, basically, based on that quote that you just made. 77 cents on the dollar, yep. That is crazy. You know, Social Security was never intended to be the sole provider when it comes to retirement. And I think we get that, but I don't think we really listen to that. You know, when we retire, unfortunately, that three-legged stool has gone away. Mark, you know what I mean when I say three-legged stool, don't you?
0: My guess is you're talking one leg of the stool is a pension, (laughs) the second leg is Social Security, and the third leg of that stool is our savings.
1: Yes. In fact, this is how we used to build retirement plans. Think how easy that was. We got a social security. We weren't living as long. We are living longer now. Mark, do you know the recent changes on the mortality tables have the average male living to about age 85 and the average female living to 90? I mean, think about that. Mark, we're living longer, we're eating better, we're exercising, we're taking better care of our bodies, yet Social Security was created. It was projected that Social Security, think about this, do you know when um, Social Security was created, what age you had to be to take it?
0: 65. FDR started it in nineteen in 1935, but okay. the average age of people back then was 62. So Wait. they didn't think they were to give it to us. Wait, yeah.
1: listen, that means... They believed that not even 50% of people would make it. And those that made it, they believed they wouldn't live long. Now, not only are we making it, we now can take it at 62. And we're living maybe 25 plus years longer. So Social Security is getting depleted. Pensions, they've gone away. They're not as common as they used to be. And interest rates, my goodness, have you noticed how much banks are paying right now? So you can't build your retirement on that. And taking Social Security becomes really important. So one of the things that we will do, Mark, when our listeners come in and sit down with our team, is we will actually customize when they should take Social Security. It's different for everyone. For some people, I mean, just recently, I um, have a client, him and his wife are actually retiring this month. And several years ago, when we put their plan together, we actually had planned that they would wait to 66 to take their social security. Well, they're retiring now and they're 63. As we're sitting there looking at their retirement analysis, as we do every year with them, because we meet with our clients at least once a year, Mark, to go over their full retirement plan. Why? Because we don't believe that you create a retirement plan and then you just sit it and forget about it. We believe it's an ongoing process every year that we are adjusting because life happens. And so now they're retiring and we are now looking at should we take um, Social Security early so we looked at the numbers and mark do you know that when we did the numbers that taking it earlier for them just by three years yes it's less money we know that they made less money but do you know the break-even point mark on the analysis would be over 80 years old okay Well, I find that most of my clients right now that are retiring in their 60s and late 50s are wanting to do more now than they want to do when they get older. So even though they knew that when they reached 85, 86, they were going to make less money, they were okay with that because they don't believe their health will be as strong as it is right now. In fact, I believe they're going to be living in their strongest years as far as health over the next 10 years. So it's about customizing it. It's about understanding the rules and knowing how and when to take it. 800-947-9522,
0: if you'd like the team to do a Social Security analysis for you at Fullerton Financial, uh, you can get this done. And this is a big decision, uh, certainly. 800-947-9522. And it used to be the Social Security Administration said 70% of Americans took Social Security the wrong way for their situation. doesn't mean you're wrong at 62 or you're wrong at 70. just mean you took it at the wrong time for you and your situation. The numbers are even a little bit more staggering. We're going to get to that in the next segment. But it is kind of crazy to think stephanie we've got just a few minutes left what in this segment what do you think is the biggest misconception that people have about social security or is there one
1: yeah no absolutely the biggest one i think people are not looking at is that it's not keeping up with inflation it is not keeping up with inflation and so if it's not keeping up with inflation how are you going to adjust your other buckets of money to keep up with inflation i mean I think over the last what um, thirty years, the Social Security, the cost of living adjustments has been less than two percent. Mark, well, this is well,
0: an there were three years: twenty ten, twenty eleven, and twenty sixteen. There was zero. It didn't cost even do anything. Yeah. I know. This it's... year, it's one point three percent. Twenty twenty was one point six, and twenty nineteen was two point eight.
1: And Mark, you realize that inflation right now is over three percent. So this is important. You know, just the other day, I was sitting. And I had a client send me a picture. Now think about this, Mark. He sends me a picture. And at first I was kind of confused what the picture was. And he goes, can you believe it? Exclamation mark. And I looked and it was gas prices. He had filled up his tank of gas and paid over a hundred dollars for filling that gas up. Folks, that's inflation. Social Security is not maintaining it. And as Mark said, if we find ourselves in 10 years from now having to adjust because of the payout on Social Security, you've got to know that your advisor is evaluating and looking into the future to ensure that the tools that they are using are addressing inflation. Mark, if my expenses today are $4,000 a month and I retire at, say, 62, and the average age tells me that I could be anywhere from 80 to 90 years plus. That means I've got 20 years of at least good living. Do you know that my expenses without any mer- emergencies will go from 4000 to $8,000? is your portfolio addressing that? This is not something that we should be waiting on. I want to encourage us today. Know what your plan looks like. And you might say to me, well, I have a plan. Well, do you? Should you get a second opinion on that plan? Should you take a look if it's addressing inflation or healthcare, our taxes, our income? Why not call us right now at 800-947-9522 and ask our team if you're one of the first 10 callers. Because if you are, we're going to give you a complimentary overview of where you're at and where you need to be in retirement. Do you have enough money? Do you have enough money to fight inflation? Are you um, addressing risk? Do you have too much? Do you have not enough? Do you know how you're going to get your income? These are answers that we can give you. Complimentary, no fees, no charges to do this at 800-947-9522.
0: So we're talking Social Security, and we started with, you don't know what you don't know, and that's really a challenge. There was a a quiz put out, and it was talking about Social Security for those that were age 55 to 65. A third of the pre-retirees failed the basic Social Security test. There's a lot of moving parts that we don't quite understand, and one of the areas that I think is probably surprising to some, if not most, is that, wait a minute, Stephanie, you're telling me my Social Security can be taxed? That doesn't seem right. Well, it can. And they changed those, those rules back in 1983. Because remember, 1935 is when FDR started Social Security. You had to be 65. Well, then that was the age from 1935 to 1942. 1943 to 1954, your full retirement age is 66. And then you hit 1955. Now, I'm a 1959-born youngster, Stephanie. So 1955, 56, 57, 58 is 66, 2 months, 4 months, 6 months, 8 months, 10 months. So my eligibility for Social Security is right now. If you're born in 1959, this is the year you turn 62. But your full retirement age is 66 and 10 months. So it gets a little confusing in there. And then next year, people that are turning 62 are born in 1960. And it's right now, that's the last change they've made. If you're born in 1960, your full retirement age is 67. And at some point, they'll probably change all of that, you would guess. But one of the things I don't think we realize is that if you make a certain amount, you can get taxed up to 50% on your Social Security. That happened in 1983. 1993, they amended that to say, hey, now we can tax you up to 85% of Social Security. How do you deal with that? Because tax-efficient strategies is a part of the planning process at Fullerton Financial. So I'm sure you kind of address this as well.
1: Yeah, we want to look at taxes, especially right now. We know, We know that in 2026, um, the Sunset Clause is put in place. It's already put in place. The only way that it will change is if Congress goes and makes changes and we just don't know what that, what that looks like. Could they change it to make it extend it? Sure. Could they change it and make it even sooner? Sure, we don't know. Again, we don't know what we don't know. Here are some things though that we do know. There is a high probability taxes are going up. Yes, taxes will affect how much you get in Social Security. You could have up to 85%, as Mark said, taxed on your social security our job is to sit down and help you do some tax planning we do not prepare taxes for you know we always say uh, you know check with your tax consultant on that but mark what we will do is we will help you with tax planning I think one of the biggest nuggets out there right now that you, everyone including you including myself mark we should be looking at Roth conversions. Let's take the tax bite out right now while they're still lower and let's get it taken care of. Let's get these conversions made. You know, I was doing a workshop the other night, Mark. You know, we do these every week in the Valley where we do educational workshops. And I was talking about taxes. And the lady stopped me afterwards, Mark, and she says, Stephanie, I want to thank you. I was listening to your show last week. She goes, Do you know you're one of the first people that I've been listening to on radio? That will even say that it's important to be looking at taxes right now and I looked at her I said are you kidding me like taxes is one of the biggest issues that I'm working in helping my clients with do you realize that your IRA your 401k is probably the biggest tax bomb that you have in your portfolio right now yet there's many people that are walking walking around with 80 to 90 percent of their portfolio that they've not yet paid taxes on. So the more efficient we can become in taxes, the more money in Social Security you're going to be able to keep. Hey, on those
0: seminars you you brought up, can people go to your website and find out when and where and and sign up through your fullertonfp.com website?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, Mark, they can sign up for our seminars. They can sign up for our webinars. I am doing an incredible amount of webinars. Every week I do a new one. Mark, talking about just topics. You know, maybe one week I'll talk about annuities. Maybe the next week I'm talking about, you know, life insurance or annuities or investments. But we find that um, people that are listening to our show, watching our TV show, come to our seminars, love catching us on these webinars because we're highlighting things that are really important to our retirement planning. We dig into the topics.
0: So again, you can go to the website, FullertonFP.com, to find out more about the seminars, the webinars, uh, and check out Stephanie and, and all the different areas that she's there. But she's here to help. That's what really the, the idea behind Fullerton Financial is. Here to help you come up with a plan and a strategy. And taxes certainly are part of that. And Social Security, wow, I could be taxed up to 50%. I could be taxed up to 85%. Did you factor that in when you were looking at your Social Security dollar amount projection, right? And so you don't think about some of these things. That's why you, you, you talk to a team like Fullerton Financial so they can help walk you through some of these areas. Back to you don't know what you don't know. Stephanie and the team are here to help. You can always call them as well, 800-947-9522. Now back to this quiz. And this, this Social Security quiz was from Mass Mutual, And 75% of respondents got the questions about spousal benefits wrong. So for married couples, Stephanie, what do we need to know about spousal benefits? Because there have been changes in this area. I think it was 2014 or something. They did away with a lot of this spousal benefits stuff, didn't they?
1: There's a lot of changes and a lot that you want to sit down because everybody's different in this. You know, Mark, I wanna talk about when we get it wrong, whether it's seventy five percent may you know, I even saw a study where ninety six percent of retirees are taking social security at the wrong time.
0: I know that is pretty amazing. That came that was a study that was from United Income. Uh ninety six percent of us are doing it the wrong way.
1: Is it I mean, do you realize when you think about ninety six percent? I mean, I don't know, potentially, you know, collectively, that means that we could maybe be losing about three point four plus trillion dollars in benefits.
0: Probably you, not each of us personally.
1: <laughs> no, it, it, collectively. <laughs> right, collectively right, right. is the word. I mean, it, i would say if you average that out per household, it could be a hundred plus thousand dollars per household. Yeah. I and mean, that's a, Mark, I don't know about you, but that is a significant amount of money.
0: No, for me that's really nothing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. I know for me, I would not accidentally want to miss out on that benefit. Absolutely. That is why when you come into Fullerton Financial, we are going to take the time. We are going to figure out what your goals and your objectives are. We want to direct you and help you understand how to take benefits, whether it's a spousal benefit, whether it's a widow's benefit. For some people, it might mean that you take half of your spouse's benefit and you wait to 70 to take your benefit. But because we don't know what we don't know, which kind of seems to be a common thread here today, Mark, with us, we want you to understand what benefits are right for you. We will take the time. We will take a look at it. You know, I don't know. Everybody's different in this, but maybe it makes sense for you to wait to 70. But then again, maybe it makes sense for you to take it at full retirement. Mark, you mentioned it earlier. Full retirement for everybody is different because based on their age. You said for you because you were born after 1959. No, no. in
0: 1959. Oh,
1: 1959. So
0: everybody born in 1959 is 62, 62 this 60. year. Yeah,
1: it, 60.
0: Oh wow, that's when we turned 62. Wow, so Mark. yes, I have a decision. I, uh, I won't be starting it because I'm working. But yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, but but you at 62, you technically your full retirement is 66 and 10 months. Correct. For me, because I was born 1960 or later. I now, my my full benefit is moved up to age 67. Well, that's my full benefit. But do you realize if life throws me a curveball, I could actually take it sooner? But would it be the best decision? Well, Mark, what's our favorite term today? We don't know what we don't know, right? Absolutely. So that's why-
0: And everybody's situation is different.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's totally different. And, you know, we take a look last year, you know, we had- People laid off in furloughs, uh, companies closing down. People were forced to make decisions that they weren't ready to make. So why not come in and let us help you? That's why I love the fact that on our show, we offer our viewers, our listeners, the ability to call in every week, different times, different um, things that we offer. But today, here's what we're offering. By picking up the phone and calling us at 800-947-9522, you're going to get a full retirement analysis, a free social security report. We're going to help you look at when is the best time and how to take your social security. This is an important thing to know. You want to know when you should take it and how you should take it. You want to know when you can retire and how can you retire. Are you going to keep up with inflation? Is your money going to last? These are incredible questions and answers that we can provide for you, but you got to pick up the phone. So call us right now at 800-947-9522 and let us help you. Let us help you get answers to questions that you should be asking. Again, free complimentary right now at 800-947-9522. Because you do need to
0: be aware that when a spouse passes away, you do not keep both Social Securities. The lower of the two goes away. You keep the higher. If you're married and, and your spouse has a pension, if they started that pension or, you know, signed on for their company job with the pension probably before they even got married, well, they might have signed up for just single payout, Right. Uh, maybe you lose some or all of a pension as well And then, hey, congratulations, you were married 40, 50 years We're going to tax you now as an individual As a single person, not married, filing jointly So now your taxes go up So there's a lot of whammies here The Team at Fullerton Financial here to help 800 9522 Stephanie, would you say that our show is geared Probably to the baby boomer generation?
1: Uh, Yes and no I think, you know, when I look at the average client that I'm working with, I would say that they probably are falling in that baby boomer time period. But Mark, I'm also going to tell you, I'm now starting to work with even, you know, that next generation.
0: And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about Generation X. Now, here's the deal. Thousands of baby boomers retire every day. And by the year 2030, they will all be 65 years of age or older. So, so you know, yeah, and so that means baby boomers are the ones that are pretty much, as a group, are retiring right now. But that means Generation X is on deck. Now we're going to get to the Generation X here in just a second. But ten thousand boomers turn sixty-five each and every day, and the number of boomers retiring picked up the pace big time last year. So twenty nineteen, and don't hold me to these numbers, Stephanie. They're kind of ballpark. But it was a million and a half or so retired in twenty nineteen. It was over three million that retired. In 2020, because of the pandemic, they're going. You know what? I got laid off, or I got furloughed. I wonder if I could go ahead and retire. And a lot of them did. So that mean that was a lot of people retiring last year. When you have that many people leave the workforce, are there impacts to our economy because of that? Do you think?
1: Yeah, you know, I think it's a, I think it's a huge impact. You know, think about it. You've got employees leaving, so that means you're having to hire new employers. Think about the thousands and thousands of dollars that it is taking these owners of these companies to train new employees. And, and that's absolutely going to impact our economy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And so if you're part of Generation X, it might be tempting, you know, for you to just tune out talking about retirement because, well, that's more to your parents. Well, no, it's actually you because your time is coming and it might be quicker than you think. Uh, so you think about this. They're, the greatest generation was, there were born 1901 to 1927. The silent generation, 1928 to 1945, baby boomers, I'm in that category. I'm 61. That was born 1946 to 1964. Generation X is 1965. To 1980. So you think about that. That means the oldest Gen Xers are turning what 56 this year, and the youngest are turning 41. So we're really looking at an age span of 41 to 56 years of age for Generation X. So the first Gen Xers are now in their mid 50s. So what would you say to them because they're five, 10, maybe 15 years out from retirement, uh, and maybe it kind of snuck up on them. What would you what's your advice?
1: Well, you got to have a plan. You know, I'm that baby boomer. But if I would have been born four months later, I would have been that first Gen Xer. So I'm kind of on that borderline. Okay. And, you know, I am meeting with a lot of Gen Xers now. And a lot of times they come into me, Mark, and they say, you know, is it is it too soon? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Yet I have some of the Gen Xers coming in and thinking, saying to me, have I waited too late? And I'm like, Hopefully not, because let's face it, the next 10, 15 years for these, this group of Gen Xers, they could be looking at planned retirement or forced retirement. You're right. The pandemic threw a curveball this last year to a lot of people that, you know, some found themselves having to retire early with the big question, do I need to go back to work? Should I go back to work? Do I have to go back to work? Or could I maybe not go back to work? So here's where we come into play. We are working so much with this age group now, helping them begin to see the future, helping them begin to put a plan into place that really is going to show them, you know, what type of budget they're going to have to figure out for retirement. How to look at inflation. How is inflation going to affect them in the future? Or even stock market volatility. I think this is really important to be looking at taxes, boy, this is a generation that should be really concerned at how taxes are going to affect their retirement, even the skyrocketing cost of health care. How is this going to affect them? So we want to be able to sit down. This is the time. This is There's not a better time than right now, Mark, to be sitting down with this next group of future retirees to say, what is the plan that you're putting in place? Let's begin to put it together. It doesn't mean that we don't make adjustments along the way, but where do we begin to put this plan into place to help them be prepared for when and what if.
0: if you're going, wow, I I should get a start on this. I I should be proactive, not reactive. I should call Stephanie and the team. There's no cost to chat with them. I can find out kind of where I'm at. Do I need to make some adjustments? Uh, I learn a lot more because the Fullerton Financial Team is here to help you because that's what they're all about, helping retirees come up with that plan and strategy for their particular situation. 800-947-9522. So final question this segment because I think this was because we've spent a lot of time talking about baby boomers and retirement and Social Security. Will it be there? We know Social Security Administration said by 2034, 2035, 2036, maybe we'll only be able to pay you 75 cents on the dollar. The pandemic hit, maybe that, that year has moved up to 2031, 2032. With all these baby boomers taking Social Security and entering the Medicare world, there's a big pressure on the, the government, Social Security, and Medicare programs. If I'm a Gen Xer, so I'm Forty to fifty-six years of age. What do I know? What do I? What do you think for them? Social Security will it be exactly as it is? Or will it be tweaks? How do you see that?
1: Yeah, I think there's going to be adjustments. I mean, you know, we you can go online first of all, and you can look at some of their calculators. You can you, you can go online to ss.gov, Mark, and you could check out your Social Security estimator. I mean, look and see what they're estimating it for it to be. But we want to, when we sit down, we're going to, we have our own calculators that we're going to look at because there's so many ways to look and take Social Security. Will there be adjustments? I, I don't know, but I don't see how there cannot be adjustments. You know, we're living longer. Social Security is, have, is it's having so much weight on the system that I think that to um for anybody to think that social security in itself is going to be their sole provision in retirement are greatly mistaken. So again, this is why we want you to come in. We want you to sit down and let's take a look, you know, when um should you take social security? If social security happens to change, you know, how do you be prepared for it? How do you supplement other streamlines of what I call contractually guaranteed income to prepare you for retirement? I encourage our listeners today, the analysis that we do for our listeners, Mark, number one is complimentary and there is no obligation, but it is for our listeners on today's show. So if you pick up the phone and you call us at 800-947-9522, again, that number is 800-947-9522 and you call in and you tell our, um on the other end of our, on the phone, our team that you want a complimentary analysis, what we're going to do is we're going to invite you in. We're going to talk about strategies. We're going to show you strategies that are designed to work. These are strategies that we've been using for the last 17 years. We'll show you how and when to take Social Security. We will help you discover when and how you can retire. But you've got to call in right now at 800-947-9522.
0: And remember, it's all about you. It's all about your hopes and dreams for retirement. It's about your income needs. It's about what you want to do. Are you going to travel? It's all about you at Fullerton Financial, 800-947-9522. So when you think about, boy, Stephanie, when should I start planning for retirement? Well, obviously the best answer would be as soon as you got out of college, you got the first job, you should have had a retirement plan. But that's not real realistic. There's probably maybe some that do that, but I would think that's the minority. Now, the majority probably go holy cow, I'm like five years from retirement. I wonder if I'm going to be okay. So I guess what is the optimal time, do you think, for somebody to come in and sit down with a team at Fullerton Financial to talk about retirement? Because I know you have some that go, hey, Stephanie, I retired last month. Can you help me? Well, yeah, you can certainly help them. I'm going to retire in a month. Yeah, you can help them. But is there a time frame that you think fits best for this whole process?
1: I love to be able to sit down with people five to 10 years out before retirement. And, you know, I'm asked that question a lot, Mark, Um, you know, and I always say it's never too late and it's never too early. You know, I think about I've got a client as young as 25 years young. That's young. 25 years. His mother sent him into me to sit down with me and we began working with him. And, you know, he had some money. We've got it in the market. We're pretty aggressive with this young young gentleman, because we can be. The markets are going to go up and go down, and he's got time for that. But another strategy that we began putting together is for his retirement. And yes, you heard me say it, is for his retirement. We've got strategies right now put in place for this young gentleman, Mark, that by the time that he gets 60, that we have created such a strong cash flow of income for retirement, that he would not be dependent on Social Security If it's not there, it's not going to destroy his plan. And you might say, Stephanie, at 25 years old, you're already working on that? Absolutely. Because if we, the younger we can get them, we can start them out small and begin to teach them the the disciplines. And you're right. I don't, like, I mean, do we help people that come in and say, I'm retiring this week? Yeah. But I can tell you it's so much harder of a conversation because we are having to be so quick to begin to generate the things that are needed in retirement. If we can get them between that five and 10 year point, boy, we could do a lot of planning and there's so much confidence for our clients that we work with in that time period, that when retirement comes, they don't have that anxiety. They don't have that anxiousness. They really go into retirement with really incredible confidence to know that they're going to be okay.
0: So would the, would the advice be different For the Gen Xers, we're talking about Generation X, born 1965 to 1980, which means the oldest are 56, the youngest are 40, turning 41 before the end of this year, if your birthday's later in the year. So 40 to 56 is our age group, born in 1965 to 1980. Does your advice differ for those that are, say, in their 40s, that maybe... Uh, you're looking at debt. Maybe you're looking, I don't know, there's different scenarios, I suppose. But is there advice different for the youngest Gen Xers to the ones that are in their mid-50s already? Does the advice differ?
1: Well, you know, we're not a cookie cutter, market. I think that's important for our listeners to hear today. So you might come in at 50 years of age, and what we do for you might look totally different than the next 50 per- year old person that walks in the door. We will look at each person individually, but I will tell you there's some common threads. When I'm sitting down with someone, a Gen Xer, I am very focused on getting debt-free because I believe cash is king. And the more debt-free I can help my client get to, two things happen. And more than two, but two big things happen. When you go into retirement, you're not going to have this chain wrapped around your ankle that is called debt. It's not going to keep you where you have to work longer. And when you do not have debt, there is a freedom to know your money goes further and it goes longer. But I'm also, I can tell you another big focal point when it comes to our Gen Xers and as well as any client is how do we build income streams? How do we know with confidence that we're not going to run out of money in retirement? And this is, again, you know, I think our Gen Xers have benefited the last 10, 15 years most out of their 401ks. They've got these incredible 401ks. They have, you know, seen incredible growth. And now is the time to really begin to position them and understand, especially when we look into the future. Uh, You know, one of the big questions that I ask them is what happens if these markets or when these markets have a big adjustment? How is it going to affect your overall goals to retire? Is it gonna push it out further? Or is it, you know, not? So there's a lot of questions that we need to sit down, we need to address, but boy, if you find yourself in that 50 range, now is the time that you really need to be sitting down with a full retirement planner. Statistically, women are gonna outlive men, you know, on an average of seven years, and we find ourselves in a very interesting situation right now. Because the sandwich generation is looking both ways. We're caring for our parents because our parents are getting older and we're becoming caregivers for them. Yet we have our children and our grandchildren on the other side pulling because we're helping with our children and our grandchildren. So, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, we need to know how to be prepared for that. So that is something that I am very um, active talking about. How do we make sure that one we don't get financially drained because that can happen, and how do we keep ourselves emotionally and physically and mentally in the game as well? Because that's just as important as the financial aspect of it. So the sandwich generation, this Gen X group that is coming up, is really finding themselves square in the in the middle of it again. You're taking care of parents on one side, and on the other side, you're taking care of children and grandchildren.
0: 800-947-9522, if that's your situation, you're like, wow, Stephanie hit it right on the head there. i got some challenges coming to my, my way. How do I handle this? Well, Stephanie's helped a lot of people in this same situation. It's 800-947-9522. One of the things, though, since Gen Xers are a little bit new to thinking retirement, I would think, uh, as an entire group, uh, but those that are in their mid-50s, hey, your, your window is shrinking, right, all the time. And even if you're 40, it's going to be here before you know it. One of the things I always think is very I think is very interesting, and I think it's because I like the mental side of golf or athletics. I think it's kind of interesting, the mental side of things. Well, when it comes to retirement, there is a mental side of retirement. I, th- I think people get caught up in it's all about money. But it's also about the mental outlook you have. Are you ready to step away from working and go into retirement? Uh, it depends on your identification. Well, you know, if somebody asks Stephanie, well, what do you do? And she's retired. My guess is she'll say, well, I had a very successful planning company for retirees. But somebody that, that didn't have an ownership of a company like that might look at, hey, I can't wait to retire. So it's a mindset that I think is very interesting. Do you have conversations with your clients about the transition from working years to retirement years?
1: You better believe it. That, that's so important. I'm so glad you are talking about this, Mark, today because, you know, when I'm sitting down with our clients, I mean, I've literally spent on an average two, three, four, five years helping them financially prepare for retirement. And for all these years, we've been talking, okay, we're getting ready for retirement. This is what happens when we retire. I mean, just this last month, I'm sitting down with one of my clients. And for the last five years, we have been setting it up, teeing it up, getting ready, making adjustments. And she's sitting in my office and she says, I think I'm ready to retire. And I looked at her, I said, I need to know, because we've put together a well thought out plan for retirement. We have all the nuts and bolts. The engineering mind loves the way we do planning because it's very methodical. We know exactly how we're going to do it for, again, the most part. But then the next question I said to her, I said, what is retirement going to look like for you? Are you going to be able to let go of the eight to five grind that you're used to? What happens the first morning that you wake up at eight o'clock? What are you going to do? Because as as important as it is to have a retirement plan, I believe it's just as important to have a mental plan for retirement. Have things that you're going to be involved in. Find communities that you can be a part of. Charities that you can participate in. If it's traveling you want to do, have plans for traveling. And Mark, again, this is all part of building out a retirement plan financially as well. So when we are sitting down with our listeners and viewers, you know, we are finding out what are you going to spend in retirement? How is inflation going to affect that? If you're getting ready to retire and tomorrow we turn on the TV and the stock market's crashed, are you prepared to lose what you could lose? Do you know what you could lose? You know, how are you going to generate income? What are the things that are near and dear to your portfolio that you need to make sure that you have a grasp on? Today, Mark, I want to offer our listeners an opportunity to get a better look at this. Really, it's pretty easy because if you call today at 800-947-9522, we will sit down with you. It's complimentary. We will do an analysis. There's no obligation. We will help you look at retirement. When can you retire? How can you retire? Are you properly balanced? Are your allocations properly put in the right place? Do you have all your eggs in one basket? We'll talk about these different strategies with you. Again, it's complimentary. So why not give us a call today at 800-947-9522 and ask for a complimentary retirement review. Today, all you have to do is give us a call. Uh,
0: Final segment, Stephanie. So we're going to talk about, I think, an interesting thing thing that i it's not really surprising to me i mean we how long have we been doing this show together seven years eight years wow probably somewhere in that area and so i was in my mid 50s i'm now 61 will be social security eligible here coming up in november which is amazing to think that i am that old it is sad and (laughs) stephanie fullerton uh hey yeah
1: be careful she's a lot younger than i am
0: how about that how about that (laughs) But there there was a lot of studies always about different areas of the the world, Uh, and certainly in the financial world, it's the same there. Well, there is the American College of Financial Services did a test, and it was a quiz, basically, for Americans about their retirement. Here's their findings. 89% of female participants flunked a 38-question quiz. 72% of men failed the quiz. And before we started doing this show, there's no question I would have flunked that quiz. There's no doubt about it. But there's a clear gap in scores. But the bottom line is most of us are lacking in the area of financial literacy, especially in the area of retirement. What topics, Stephanie, do you find most people struggle with when you're talking about the plan you're creating in conjunction with them for their retirement? What are some of the topics that really kind of get them caught up a little bit?
1: Well, man, there's a lot of things that people get caught up on. But I think the one that I spend the most time with really is about knowing that they're going to be okay financially in their latter years. They, you know, if I get sick, you know, I think um, there's a study that has been written that shows that 50% of women, so there's a 50% chance that we will need some type of home care nursing home, Think of the study that we've um, talked a, a lot about in the past, even, Mark, that you know, 80% of men will die married, are with companion, and 80% of women die single, widowed, or divorced. That's, those are staggering numbers when you think about that. And so when I sit down, especially with women, because you know, Mark, I do a lot of workshops that speak to women directly that we get together and we talk about issues, we talk about longevity, we talk about taxes. And even though I believe women have become more aware, now notice I'm not saying smarter, because I think women, I don't think it's about being smarter, because I think that they've always been smart. I just think it's an awareness, a financial awareness out there that becomes really important to women. I mean, take my mother-in-law as an example. When my father-in-law passed away in 1997. Um, They were from Midwest, kind of the old school where my father-in-law took care of all the finances, managed the books, managed the checkbook, took care of the statements, organized everything. And when he passed away, Mark, she really felt helpless. It wasn't that she wasn't smart. It's just that she didn't know what she didn't know. And I'll never forget when you know she had a couple checks bounced in the beginning stages of after my father-in-law passed away, and I'm like, Mimi, what are you what what are you doing? I said, you you, you got to balance your checkbook. Not really realizing she didn't know because I knew how to balance my checkbook because that was something that Steve and I shared, in. and um she goes, well. I used my debit card and it said I still had money or I saw my statement and it's, I didn't, I said, you got to transfer money from your savings account. You know, and so I think a lot of it is not that women are not smarter or not are smarter. It's, it's just that there's a lot of things that they need to be brought up to speed on. Taxes, it's a huge issue with women. Mark, do you realize, and I am so passionate about this, do you realize- that if you're married, that there is a high probability, now again, I'm not putting everybody in the same cookie cutter formula here, but there's a high probability that as a woman or male, widowed, I'm just gonna say widowed, there's a high probability that you have the biggest tax bracket jump in any other tax bracket. Do you understand what I'm saying when I say that?
0: Not clear, but I know you're gonna explain it more.
1: Okay, so let me explain. I can clearly show you that there's a high probability that if you're in a 12% tax bracket, why you're married, because remember, married, filed jointly have a bigger bracket. So they don't get kicked into the higher tax rate as quick as you do when you're filing single. So a lot of you would say, well, if I lose a spouse, studies have shown that perhaps you might spend 27% less. Studies show that. Don't know if that's true, but that's what studies are showing us. So let's say that you do spend 27% less. The fact is you still have maybe a Social Security. Well, you will have a Social Security. You'll receive the highest.
0: The lower goes away, right?
1: The lower goes away. Let's say that you still receive a pension. Let's say that you have to require to take out minimum distributions. What you're going to find is that your income is still kind of the same Because now you don't get the double deduction, you get a single deduction, but the problem is the tax bracket has tightened. There's a probability that you'll go from a 12% tax rate to a 22% tax bracket. That is one of the biggest jumps in tax brackets on the tax chart, 12%. So a lot of people don't realize that as a widow, you've got to be um, prepared for those tax... Um, increases right there. So these are the things that we look at when it comes to tax planning, to retirement planning, to help address some of these concerns that we don't know what we don't know. Let's get a second opinion. Why don't you come in and sit down with us? Let us look at it. Give you a second opinion. There's no pressure and it's complimentary. But the only thing that you have to do is call us. So why not call today? 800 947 9522 Tell them that you want to sit down with our team. You want a written plan. In fact, you can even ask them for a retirement checklist. We will send you a link. See if you're retirement ready. But you've got to be be proactive in this. You've got to call us at 800-947-9522.